Then Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he follows this with the point, point number 103, what occurs here in the second volume, page 41. And just before we begin, I'll mention a point that Shaykh Salih al-Sahaymi, hafizahullah, mentioned, which links what we just had to what follows in this point here. So Shaykh al-Sahaymi said, he said, so here, having mentioned the condition of the evil scholars from the people of Kalam people of theological rhetoric in the past section having mentioned that those are ulama su evil scholars from the Jahmiya and their scholars and, they were, and that they were just the riffraff and the rubble of the people and that they reached a situation that they reached the level of Zandaka absolute heresy and they reached the level that they started to speak about Allah without knowledge at all and they spoke falsely about Allah the exalted and most high with many different sayings to other than that he said but then in the face of that Allah the exalted and most high did not leave this nation free of anyone who would stand up for Allah's sake he the perfect and most high rather Allah did not leave that to be the case it was just, there were only these people just described here so rather Allah did not leave this nation without someone who would stand up for Allah the perfect and most high and who would revive whatever had been wiped away from the sunnah and safeguard that which remained and give life to that which, which had been wiped away and who would strive in that regard so then the saying of Imam al-Barrahari here in this section point number 103 وَاعْلَمْ مع قلتهم عند الاختلاف فقال وما اختلف فيه إلا الذين أوتوه من بعد ما جاءتهم البينات بغيا بينهم فاستثناهم فقال فهدى الله الذين آمنوا لما اختلفوا فيه من الحق بإذنه والله يهدي من يشاء إلى صراط مستقيم الآية من سورة البقرة وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تزال لا لا تزال عصابة من أمتي ظاهرين على الحق لا يضرهم من خذلهم حتى يأتي عمر الله وهم ظاهرون السيد أبو إمام البربهاري رحمه الله and know that there will not cease to be amongst mankind a group of the people of the truth and the sunnah Allah will guide them and guide others through them and through them he will revive the prophetic sunnas so they are the ones whom Allah the Most High describes despite their being few in number at the times of controversy times of differing so he said and then he mentioned the ayah 
from Surah Al-Baqarah, the second surah, uh, 213, with the explanation. And none disagreed concerning the scripture, except those who had been given it, after Allah's clear proofs had come to them, as a result of jealous animosity towards each other. He said, so he made them the exception, saying, and he mentioned the continuation of the ayah, with the explanation, so Allah guided by his permission those who had iman. So Allah guided by his permission those who truly believed regarding the truth that they differed concerning. And Allah guides whomever he wishes to the straight and true path. And he said, and Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, There will not cease to be a group of my nation who are uppermost upon the truth. They will not be harmed by those who forsake them until Allah's command comes about and they are uppermost. Shaykh al-Fawzan, he said in explanation, he, rahimahullah, said, وَأَلَمْ and know, meaning, ta'allam, meaning learn, O Muslim, and O student of knowledge, be alert to the fact that the truth will remain. And whomever Allah grants the success of following it to, will remain upon it. No matter how many the fitam, no matter how many the trials and tribulations are, and no matter how much the enemies attempt to put an end to the truth and its people, for they will not be able to do that. Since Allah the Perfect protects it, He the Most High said, إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَّلْنَا الذِّكْرَ وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِظُونَ Surah Al-Hijr, the 15th Surah, Ayah 9, with the explanation, We certainly sent down the reminder, the Qur'an, and we shall certainly preserve it. The Shaykh said, and he the Most High said, إِنَّا لَنَنْصُرُوا رُسُلَنَا وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْأَشْهَادِ Surah Ghafir, the 40th Surah, Ayah 51. With the explanation, we shall certainly aid our messengers and those who believe in the life of this world and on the day when the witnesses shall stand on the day of resurrection, on the day when the witnesses shall stand. The Shaykh said, and the Prophet وسلم, said, لا تزال طائفة من أمتي على الحق ظاهرين لا يضرهم من, خ... من خالفهم ولا من خذلهم حتى يأتي عمر الله تبارك وتعالى. said the Prophet, the Prophet وسلم, said, there will not cease to be a group from my nation who are, who are uppermost upon the truth, they will not be harmed by those who oppose them, nor by those who betray them, 
They will not be opposed by those who oppose them from outside, nor by those who forsake them or betray them from inside. Until the command of Allah, the Exalted and Most High, comes about. In the footnote they mention, this hadith is reported by Al-Bukhari, and the reference there should be hadith 7311, 7311, and Muslim, as hadith 1921, from the hadith of Al-Mughira, radiallahu anhu. Also reported by Al-Bukhari as hadith number 7460-7460 and Muslim as hadith 1037-1037 from a hadith of Mu'awiyah radiallahu anhu. And reported by Muslim hadith 1920 from a hadith of Alban and also by Muslim as hadith number 1923 from a hadith of Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhumah and also by Muslim as hadith 1922 from a hadith of Jabir ibn Samura radiallahu anhumah so the hadith Shaykh Razan mentioned there will not cease to be a group of my nation upon the truth uppermost they will not be harmed by those who oppose them nor by those who betray them until the command of Allah the exalted and most high comes about. The Sheikh said, so the truth will remain and its people will remain. Even if they become few in number in certain years or in some times. For Allah will never allow this truth to be lost. However, it is obligatory Sheikh makes the point, the truth will not be lost. However, what is obligatory upon those who adhere to this truth is that they have sabr upon it, they have patience upon it. And have patience, the person has patience with whatever he encounters. For indeed Allah the Majestic and Most High will not allow this truth to be lost ever. Rather, he will provide for it supporters and followers. And it may move from, from one place to another place. So if it is left, the truth is left in one place, then Allah provides other people for it. Just as He the Most High said, وَإِن تَتَوَلَّوْا يَسْتَبْدِلْ قَوْمًا غَيْرَكُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَكُونُوا أَمْثَالَكُمْ Surah Muhammad, the 47th Surah, Ayah 38, with the explanation. And if you were to turn away from the truth, then Allah would destroy you and would bring others in place of you. And they would not be the likes of you. As we've mentioned before, any explanation is less stated otherwise is generally taken from the tafsir of Muhammad ibn Jirir of Tabari. <coughs> then Shaykh Fazan mentions a further ayah and says, <coughs> and as he, and just as he, the Most High said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu man yartadda minkum an deenihi fasawfa yati Allah bi qawmin yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbunah أذلة على المؤمنين أعزة على الكافرين 
يجاهدون في سبيل الله ولا يخافون لومة لائم ذلك فضل الله يؤتيه من يشاء والله واسع عليم سورة المائدة الثلث سورة آية 54 الإسبلاشن أو يهو بليف Whoever amongst you turns his back upon his religion as an apostate, then Allah will bring, then Allah will soon bring a people whom he loves and who love him. Those who are mild and merciful towards the believers and are stern against the disbelievers. They fight jihad in Allah's cause and they do not fear the blame of any blamer. That is the bounty of Allah which He gives to whomever He wishes. And Allah is vast in His bounty knowing fully those who are deserving of it. Shaykh Al-Fawzan said, Allah, So this is a guarantee from Allah the Majestic and Most High that this truth will remain and that He will provide for it those who will establish it and defend it so the danger is not for the religion the danger is not for the deen that it will be lost but rather the danger is upon us we the people who cling to this religion and have patience upon it or rather as I said rather the danger is upon us we if we do not cling to this religion and have patience upon it for then it would be taken away from us and given to others besides us so it is upon us to fear for ourselves that this religion is not taken away from us and given to others besides us and that we are destroyed. And the Shaykh said, And there will not cease to be amongst mankind a group of the people of the truth and the sunnah. Shaykh Fazan said, Isaba, yani jama'ah. This word Isaba, a small party of people, a small group of people, meaning a jama'ah, a body, a group of people. Just as he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, La tazalu ta'ifah. There will not cease to be a ta'ifah, a group of the people, a section of the people. Shaykh Fazan said, it, it is called Ta'ifa, a section of the people. And it is called Jama'ah, a body or group of the people. And it is called Isaba, a band of people. I think all these words have the same meaning. He said, his saying, I mean, each of these terms occurs in a hadith, a description of this group of the people upon the truth. Ta'ifa, and Jama'ah, and Isaba. And he said, he's saying, يَهْدِيهِمُ Allah, Allah will guide them. The Shaykh said, to adhering to this truth. 
He will guide them to adhering to this truth. And he will guide others through them. The Sheikh said, So they are guided themselves and they guide others. This is the characteristic of the ulama al-Rabbaniyin. This is the characteristic, the description of the wise scholars who nurture and educate. The ulama, the scholars who are Rabbaniyin. The scholars who are wise, who nurture the people correctly. That they do not restrict themselves to themselves. Rather, they also call others. They also call other people to the truth. And provide them with insight regarding it. And they direct them towards it. Meaning, they direct them to it. And they clarify it to them. He says, the same, And through them, he gives life to the prophetic sunnas. Shaykh Fazan said, meaning the prophetic sunnas, after they have been erased, after they have been erased and become buried, then they resurrect them and revive them. This is their way. They give life to the sunnas and they cause the innovations to die. And they revive this religion so that it returns to being just as it was when it was sent down to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So in every age throughout time, Allah will send for this nation those who will, who will revive for it its religion, those who will dispel from it the false distortions of the innovators and the false claim of the claimants and the false interpretations of the ignorant. This is a bounty from Allah, the perfect and most high. In Allah the most high does this. In every general every every time Allah sends someone who will do this. Revive the religion and restore it to being how it was originally. The Shaykh said, This is a bounty from Allah, the perfect and most high. How frequently this religion has faced attacks of the enemies by force and false claims and by use of doubts. However, the religion still remains fresh and pure, just as it was sent down to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with its book and its sunnah. And no hand has been able to change it. Just as he, the Most High, said, إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَّلْنَا الذِّكْرَ وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِذُونَ Same ayah again, Surah Al-Hijr, 15th Surah, ayah 9, with the explanation. Indeed, we sent down the reminder, the Qur'an, and we shall certainly preserve it. The Shaykh said, So here is the Qur'an, just as it was sent down to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Not a single letter from it has been changed. And this is from the, this is from the protection of Allah for it. 
from Allah's preserving it. As for the previous books, then the rabbis and the monks, people of religious knowledge and the religious worshippers, they were entrusted with safeguarding them. But they allowed their books to be lost. They allowed their books to become lost. And for changes and alterations and distortions to occur. Just as happened with the Torah and the Injil. Except that Allah has guaranteed that He Himself, He the Perfect, will safeguard this Qur'an. So no one will be able to boldly change a single letter from it. And this is from the favour of Allah upon this nation. He said his saying, فَهُمُ الَّذِينَ وَصَفَهُمُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى مَا أَقِلَّتِهِمْ إِنْدَ الْإِخْتِلَافِ فَقَالْ وَمَا اخْتَلَفَ فِيهِ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ أُوتُوهُ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَتْهُمُ الْبَيِّنَاتُ بَغْيًا بَيْنَهُمْ He said, he's saying, so they, those people, they are the ones whom Allah the Most High has described. That despite their small number, that when differences occur, he said, with regard to those people, that he quotes the ayahs again, from Surah Al-Baqarah, I 213, the I with the explanation. And none disagreed with regard to the scripture, except those who had been given it, after Allah's clear proofs had come to them. They differed as a result of mutual jealousy between them. Shaykh Fazan said, Part of the ayah, with the explanation, and none disagreed with regard to it, the scripture, Sheikh said, meaning with regard to this deen, with regard to this religion, none differed with regard to this religion, or with regard to this scripture, this book. Same part of the ayah we had just before, with the explanation, no one disagreed about, no one disagreed concerning it, no one differed, except for those who had been given it, the same ones who had been given it, after the clear proofs had come to them, as a result of mutual jealousy and enmity between them. Sheikh Fawzan said, so they did not differ because of, because of the truth being hidden from them, and they're having to search for it. Rather, they differed on account of animosity towards each other, bari, enmity and animosity towards each other. That's why they differed. And on account of al-ahwa, and on account of desires. This is the reason for their splitting, and their differing. Al-ahwa, desires, and hubbub dhuhur, love of gaining prominence. And they did not differ because of ignorance or because the truth was unclear. So this shows that the proof was established upon them. That the truth came to them, however, they did not turn 
their attention to it. The truth came to them, but they didn't turn their attention to it at all. Rather, they just followed their own desires and their own personal goals and their own personal aspirations in this life. So this ayah contains a rebuke of ikhtilaf, of differing. And that what is obligatory is that we gather together upon the Book of Allah. And it contains a rebuke of following desires and following what the souls wish for. And that what is obligatory upon the Muslim is that he should be one who follows the truth. Even if the truth contradicts his own desires. He should follow the truth even if it contradicts his own desires. Because the previous nations كُلَّمَا جَاءَهُمْ رَسُولٌ بِمَا لَا تَهْوَىٰ أَنفُسُهُمْ فَرِيقًا تَذَّبُوا وَفَرِيقًا يَقْتُلُونَ Surah Al-Ma'idah, the fifth surah, ayah 70, with the explanation. In the context of the, the Shaykh said of the previous nations. The explanation, whenever a messenger came to them with that which their souls did not desire, then a group of the messengers they denied, and another group they killed. The Shaykh said, so they followed whatever conformed to their own desires, and whatever was contrary to their desires, and either they killed their messengers, or they called them liars. This was the way of the previous nations that were destroyed. So what is obligatory upon us is to unite upon the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and upon what? As Salaf al-Salih the pious predecessors and the companions and the tabi'een were upon even if it runs contrary to our own desires since this is to this is to our benefit whereas our following our desires is something that will only cause harm to us. He said, He the Most High said, And if Allah had legislated affairs in accordance with their desires, people are falsehood. If Allah had legislated affairs in accordance with their desires, then the heavens and the earth and those within them would all have been ruined. And the Shaykh said, He's saying, فَاسْتَثْنَاهُمْ فَقَالْ فَهَدَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لِمَخْتَلَفُوا فِيهِ مِنَ الْحَقِّ بِإِذْنِهِ وَاللَّهُ يَهْدِي مَنْ يَشَاءُ إِلَى سِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ said, <coughs> so, uh, so he made them the exception, saying in the ayah where it's mentioned about the previous people differing, he made, that, he made those people, the believers, he made them the exception, saying 
And he quotes the Fatih ayah from Surah Al-Baqarah with the explanation. So Allah guided by his permission those who truly believed. He guided them regarding the truth that they differed concerning. And Allah guides whomever he wishes to a way that is straight and true. Then Shaykh Fazan quotes the previous part of the ayah. كَانَ النَّاسُ أُمَّةً وَاحِدَةً فَبَعَثَ اللَّهُ النَّبِيِّينَ فَبَعَثَ اللَّهُ النَّبِيِّينَ مُبَشِّرِينَ وَمُنْذِرِينَ وَأَنْزَلَ مَعَهُمُ الْكِتَابِ بِالْحَقِّ لِيَحْكُمَ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ فِيمَا اخْتَلَفُوا فِيهِ وَمَا اخْتَلَفَ فِيهِ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ أُوتُوهُ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَتْهُمُ الْبَيِّنَاتُ بَغْيًا بَيْنَهُم The ayah same ayah was mentioned before Surah Baqarah, second surah, ayah 213 with the explanation mankind were upon a single religion or mankind were a single nation but then they differed so therefore Allah sent the prophets as bringers of glad tidings for those who obeyed him and as warners to those who disobeyed him and he sent with them and he sent down with them the scripture with truth so that they should judge between the people in those matters where they differed and none differed concerning it concerning the scripture except for those who had been given it after the clear signs of Allah after clear proofs of Allah had come to them they differed on account of mutual animosity Sheikh Fazan said, so he made clear that their differing was on account of al-baghi, animosity, and up to Adi, transgression against each other, and on account of following their desires. It was not the differing, it was not, because the truth was unclear. Rather, it was they did not want the truth. And then he made then he stated the exception and said, فَهَدَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا But the eye with the explanation, but Allah guided those who had Iman. Allah guided those who believed. Shaykh Fazan said, those people are, the, are those who followed the Prophets. They are the followers of the Prophets and the people of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah from this nation. And they are the people of the truth. So it shows that this requires Iman, true faith. And guidance that's required for it, to attain it, is Iman. You have true faith. So he places his guidance, his Hidayah, with those who are deserving of it. And they are the people of Iman people of true faith and those who love the truth and Allah will guide them through their iman through their true faith and through their love of the truth so this shows that guidance al-hidayah has a means has a cause a means which is iman true faith and loving the truth and searching for it
And the Shaykh said, he's saying, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, لا تزال إصابة من أمتي ظاهرين على الحق لا يضرهم من خذلهم حتى يأتي أمر الله وهم ظاهرون The saying of the Prophet وسلم, They will not cease to be a group from my nation who will be uppermost upon the truth They will not be harmed by those who forsake them those who desert them until the command of Allah comes about and they are still uppermost. In the footnote they mention the checking of this hadith as preceded in just a few pages before as it being a hadith reported by al-Bukhari and Muslim. Sheikh said, this hadith is well known with many wordings and narrations. In one wording, لا تزالوا لا تزالوا There will not cease to be a group. And in the footnote they give a, a fuller wording for this wording saying Muslim reports it in the Sahih this Hadith 1924 from Uqba ibn Amir an, who said I heard Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say there will not cease la tazal isabatum min ummati yuqatiluna ala amrillah qahirina li'aduwihim la yadurruhum an khalafahum hatta he said, I heard Uqba ibn Amir radiallahu anhu said, Uqba ibn Amir radiallahu anhu said, I heard Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, There will not cease to be a group from my nation fighting in accordance with Allah's command, overcoming their enemy. They will not be harmed by whoever opposes them until the hour, the last hour comes upon them and they are still upon, upon that. Sheikh Farsan said, we got this wedding, there will not cease to be a group. She said, and it is the Jama'ah, the united body upon the truth. And in one wording, Ta'ifa, a group of people. Al-Haqqi Zahirin, being Zahirin, uppermost, the Shaykh said, aided upon the truth. Shaykh said, meaning, aided against others. لا يضرهم من خذلهم حتى يأتي أمر الله تبارك وتعالى They will not be harmed by those who forsake them, those who desert them, until the command of Allah, the exalted and most high, comes about. Shaykh Fazan said, at the end of time, meaning close to the establishment of the hour, when the souls of the believers are taken. So there will not remain upon the earth a believer then. And when the wind, Allah sends that wind, that gentle wind, that takes away the soul of every believer remaining then. Till that time. She said, and there will not remain, I mean at that time then, then there will not remain upon the earth any believer. <coughs> any believer. There will not remain except for the people of disbelief and shirk. Then the last hour will be established upon them. So the last hour will not be established upon the believers, meaning once they are alive. Rather it will be established upon the disbelievers. So he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Inna min shirarin, inna min shirarin nasi 
من تدركهم الساعة وهم أحياء والذين يبنون المساجد على القبور فهي صلى الله عليه وسلم said from the worst of mankind are those whom the last hour comes upon and they are still alive and those people and those people who build places of worship upon graves as for this hadith <coughs> then they bring a large a large footnote just to summarize something from it and add something extra and this hadith is reported by with this particular wording by Ibn Khuzayma in his Sahih and by Ibn Hibban and by Ibn Abi Shaiba <coughs> by Imam Ahmad and Al-Tabarani as was mentioned by Sheikh Al-Albani in his book Tahdeer al-Sajid and Sheikh Al-Albani declared the hadith Sahih authentic and then in the footnote they mention they mention various sources for parts of the wording and so on and then they say towards the end as for the first line here I mean the first line being from the worst of mankind are those whom the last hour will come upon and they are still and they are still alive they say this occurs as a hadith reported by al-Bukhari and Muslim from Ibn Mas'ud from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi that the last hour will not be established except upon the worst of mankind and as for the second part <coughs> and those people that from the worst of mankind are those who build masajid, build mosques build place of worship upon the graves now this part is reported also by al-Bukhari and Muslim from a hadith of Aisha from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa with the wording those people when a righteous man dies amongst them they build a place of worship upon his grave and they make his image within it with those images so they are the worst of the creation with Allah on the day of resurrection hadith each part of the hadith occurs in separate versions in al-Bukhari Muslim that's for the full wording as it occurs here as we mentioned Shaykh al mentions it occurs in Ibn Khuzayma Ibn Hibban Ibn Abi Shayba Ahmad and Al-Tabarani and elsewhere and then Shaykh Fawzan finished by saying those people are the worst of mankind and Allah's refuge is sought so the last hour will not be established upon a believer once he's alive rather it will be established upon the disbelievers and the people of shirk and they will be alive walking upon the face of the earth when it's established upon them and they're still alive وسبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك